amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Just a reminder to subscribe. Thank you. Okay. Too much blotting powder. Oh my God, look at your notes over there. Because I know it's so, but if I, because if I lose my trailer for, I always write little stuff down. That's good. I'm so geeky. It's sort of weird because now I can sort of, it's been like being at the opticians. It's literally, yeah. We're sort of there. I know, we're all going to go cross eyed, like trying to see each other. Like, hi. Oh, yeah. Are you guys ready? We're ready. Okay, I'm so excited to have you guys here. We are delighted to be here. Oh my gosh, your voice. Thanks for, ha- <laughs> thanks for having us. I just can't. I can't go on. I have about three different, slightly different voices, depending on my level of interest or okay. excitement. But at the moment, you're getting quite solid RP English. I hope to hear them all. Jordan mm. also speaks RP English. No, I don't speak RP English. So for your listeners, I'm from up north in England. Okay. So uh, I'm from a very working class town in mm. Lancashire, near Manchester. Uh, you'd say blue collar, I suppose. We'd say working okay. class. Yeah. So What's RP? Received pronunciation. Basically, oh, I'm God. I'm how the BBC sounded when it started, uh-huh. and this is how the BBC sounds now. <laughs> well, because you work there now, right? I work for the BBC. Okay. I work for the uh, probably one of the biggest stations in the UK at the moment. Okay, flex on us. I know. Sorry, Radio One. So, um, yeah, you're a big deal. I, I don't know about that, but William's right. When you used to work at the BBC when it first started, you had to go mm. through RP training, so you sounded a bit like this. <laughs> that was a cute grandma. Hello, yeah. and welcome to the BBC. Oh, you sound like uh, Marie Childs. Who's that? Marie Child. You, you mean Julia Child? Oh, is that the one? The chef. The chef. Bon appetit. Yes. That one, yeah. Yes, that's what you sounded like. Oh. Marie. I think I'm thinking of Marie Calendar plus Julia oh. Child. That's a that's a nice smash up. Yeah. Mm. You're gonna hate me. My pronunciation. I always forget how to say words. Is it vague or vague? That vague. I love it. That blows my mind sometimes. But it's it's because my Minnesota accent, and I try to squash it down, and then I forget how you say things yeah, okay. so I struggle worry. William is obsessed with America we both love America we both visit really? there quite a lot We, uh, you've been we both went to Chicago this year was it? Uh, no I went in 2021 And but don't worry but okay. we do find it weird how you say al- al- aluminium how is it? They aluminum say? aluminum they say it's how do you say it? aluminium no, well no that's, that, gross. that's a third pronunciation we've <laughs> that's <got over> gross <laughs> what is that? we say aluminium aluminum, aluminum. Aluminum. Well, we pronounce every syllable. What do they call yeah. origami? What oregano? Yeah, cilantro. Is yeah, that cilantro? Cilantro. It tastes like soap. Oh no, for that's some coriander. Oh. Oregano versus oregano. Yeah, we, we call mean. it oregano. Yes. <laughs> we could be here all day with these. Oh my god, I yeah. love these. Well, okay. First of all, I'm so bad about doing this. Thank you, Spotify, for hosting me during my London recordings. I would be screwed without you guys. So <laughs> I really appreciate it. Today, if you haven't recognized their voices already, I'm joined by help. I sexted my boss. We have William over here, the prim and proper etiquette expert, and Jordan, which you have a lot of real life experience. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like you question etiquette all the time. So you have your bestie who helps you out. Yeah. I listened to the bit about the tea towels. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Award-winning tea towel chat. Okay, guess. but like tea towels are just rags, right? Yes, what would you call tea towels in America? A rag. A rag. A rag. Like, a, you, just, like yeah, you just wipe a, the counter with a rag? Yeah, no, you don't dish, wipe the you counter. Do, right, don't get him started, Morgan. <laughs> but yeah, we call them tea towels. And in the UK, we have like a different level of them. You can have like scruffy ones, but you can have fancy ones, like royal ones with the queen, the late queen's face on and stuff like that. Mm, I just listened to the bit about the um, the queen ducky too. And you were, yeah. you were trying to determine if it was respectful to keep the queen ducky mm-hmm. or retire it she is at point of recording she is still out but i feel now Not that the we, queen the duck no the queen died but yeah. it was a it was a news story it might have been picked up in america okay and uh in my bathroom she is still there but now i think we've passed the one year anniversary of queen elizabeth's mm-hmm. death i do feel that maybe we replace her with a king charles the third duck are they making them yet yes they are oh really? we announced this on the podcast okay i didn't i could get almost that far, pro- I suppose. yeah they we haven't no we haven't done this in the in our podcast but charles the third ducks are a thing he's also a, a royal etiquette he's also a royal expert as well so okay can you explain what that was like you give etiquette classes to royals i, I give etiquette classes to everybody and i have worked with four separate royal households in the course of my career from all over the world actually maybe five actually that's mad, isn't but it? But who's counting amongst friends? <laughs> oh my god! And we're from, and the whole premise of our podcast yeah. is we we are really good friends, but we come from two very different backgrounds. Yeah, and we met years ago when I was starting out at the eight BBC. or nine years ago. I think it might have been a bit longer. Was it? Yeah, I'm just, I, who is knows? it now? Yeah, who, I maybe ten. I really, I longer. really scrolled back on the the back catalogue when oh, I was when I was creeping. So thank you, Morgan. It was good. Okay, well. Let's uh, let's dive in. Let's do it. Okay, so to set us off on a foot, that's going to be good since you are an etiquette expert. Mm. We have this first one. It is coming from Am I the Asshole? It's about a year old. It is titled, Am I the Asshole for Signing Up My Girlfriend for a Social Etiquette Class Before Meeting My Family? (laughs) It's probably one of ours. (laughs) Girlfriend and I have been together for a little under three months, and we agreed it's time for her to meet my family. For some context, I'm blessed and had a fortunate upbringing. My girlfriend, on the other hand, faced some challenges in her life from a young age, particularly financial challenges. She's a beautiful, interesting person, despite all of the hardships she's faced. The only problem is that she lacks the manners that my family typically expects from someone I'm in a relationship with. My girlfriend is the less fortunate woman I'm dating. For that reason, I made the effort to prepare her for her first dinner with my family. I got her signed up for an online social etiquette course and thought this was a good idea. However, when I told her, she was absolutely furious. She claimed that I'm, quote, obviously embarrassed to be with her and that I should just marry a rich girl instead. She even accused me of being, quote, just another white privileged guy. To make matters worse, she said that it's racially insensitive of me to feel the need to teach her how to behave. So, am I the complete asshole here? Explanations are more than welcome. Wow. 
Wow. Sounds like Harry and Meghan, doesn't it? I know. That's literally what popped into my head. <laughs> I can't drop the Harry and Meghan bomb as soon as we get in. I, well, well you're, you're probably a royal group B, maybe? But I love... Royal group what? Are you a royal, like, are you kind of a royal groupie? A royal groupie. I yeah. think it's a, a royal group B. No. As in group A, group no, B. Oh, groupie. Um, yes, I mean, I, I like the royal family. Yeah. I see the need in Britain mm-hmm. for the monarchy versus the alternative. They have their flaws. We all do. Um, I'm not, a, you know, they don't just have to sort of get out of bed in the morning and I'm excited. Um, so there's lots of stuff they do that I don't. Is that me? Sorry. You're so popular. No, it's not me. Who is it? Oh, no, oh! I don't have the etiquette expert's oh. phone going off. I'm so oh sorry. Gosh. Oh my god, that has never happened. That's so I was in do not disturb mode. That's that so is embarrassing. Bad that is so omen. He's the etiquette expert, and his phone's just gone off. I'm so sorry to. <laughs> no, it's so totally all fun. the years <laughs> I've known you, that has never. It's usually me. It, it was Queen important. Camilla. I'm um, so sorry. Oh my god. Um, I, I have mixed feelings on this one because. I, we have quite a lot of people that get sent to our classes mm-hmm. that either, in this instance, its partner wants to send new partner to us. Or okay. sometimes we have the new partner. So you in actually get this, like in real life. Yeah. Literally, this exactly. We get a lot of, and also parents buying for children mm. as well, or uncles and aunts for, for their relatives. I, it, it's a funny one. I used to give people etiquette books for an 18th birthday present. When they turned 18 and I was 18, I would give them an etiquette book, which is a little bit, actually, when you think about it, it's a bit like, you know. Mm. It's I like was, a little slap in the face, maybe. But I wasn't giving it to them because I thought that. I just thought, this is really interesting. I find it interesting. There's yeah. loads of useful and applicable tips. You you would like this. Not, mm-hmm. a, not you know, not with any agenda. But I would say... Obviously, it's a new relationship. Why did they not realise that maybe the girlfriend wouldn't love this? Or mm-hmm. I might have a bit, a bit like a proposal, I guess. You kind of like sound them out in advance. Would you like this? Yeah. So why did they not do that before they actually booked the course? That's a good um, point. But also, if if this boyfriend knows all the rules, sort of, or or is fortunate to be, in his words, have a have a nice upbringing, why can't? They do like an internal etiquette course just between the two of them. Or do it together and like talk about it, like make it a couple activity. Cause like mm. even if he knows the stuff, you know, maybe he doesn't know everything, or maybe he can then be like, okay, well, my family doesn't do that. So don't worry about that part of it. So I feel like it might have been a better couple activity versus, hey, I signed you up for this. I agree. I think he should not have signed her up to an online activity, especially without telling her. He should not have put her on that course. And also, he's going to make her feel really uncomfortable now when she goes around to visit his parents. Yeah. She's going to feel really uncomfortable and annoyed at him. And they should love her for her, as yes, he quite. loves her for her. With all the everything that will be great about her, hopefully his parents and family will love about her. Maybe what you said, though, a few tips along the way. He could have just said, the best way I would have handled this, I said, look, you know, my mum and dad are a bit, they're a bit posh. They're a bit different to what you used to. And just maybe bring up one or two, three max top rules or tips just to say, look, when we're eating dinner, can you just do this because they're really like this or that. But Mm. I wouldn't say don't do this or don't say that or don't be like that because that's your girlfriend pretending to be something she's not. 
Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that. I mean, my top tip for anyone in any sort of fish out of water scenario is just if you're ever not sure what to do, just copy what the hosts are doing. And if they're doing it, even if it's technically incorrect, uh, they will think it's correct. Yeah. And you can sort of just bluff your way through the meal. It's not very relaxing, I'll be honest, doing that. You're on edge. Better for sure. to know what to do. And, and ultimately, that's what I would say etiquette really is. It's confidence, just so you can go into a variety of different situations and you know what to do uh, and you can focus on building the relationships. But uh, yeah, I think he is a little bit of a, was it an asshole? Mm-hmm. Was the an term? We'd say asshole. Yeah, you used. So I agree. I think he, he meant well. He didn't mean yeah. it with malice. And I hope that the girlfriend would respect that and see that. Mm-hmm. And two wrongs don't make a right. But um, yeah, I would maybe see if, the, if it's an online course, I'm sure there's another space. He can book on it too, and they can do it together, as you yeah. said, Morgan. I wouldn't book her on an online course. It's so insensitive. <laughs> Would you go in person or just no course at all? No course at all. You can't change someone. Like No, you with anything, if you want to learn something, you have got to want to learn. If you don't if you as a learner are closed off, mm-hmm. you're not going to want to learn, yeah. whether it's etiquette, Spanish, or whatever the subject is, you've got to want to learn. What would you do in this situation if you were the teacher, you were the etiquette coach, and you were teaching them? Or her. Mm. Well, it's almost impossible. I mean, if it's a group course, um, we actually, I, I could tell, I could share a story about something that happened on an online etiquette course Let's last week. Let's do it. Let's go. Which, seeing as this is not within Britain, although you do have a British listenership, hopefully I'm safe in saying. I was doing, I won't say the name of the course, but it was an online etiquette course. Okay. And it was so weird. We have people from all, all, all over the world. First person, uh, they all log on. They have to have their cameras on because for safety and just easier for me as a tutor to see who I'm teaching. One guy in the Middle East does not have his camera on. So I send a little DM on Zoom saying, hey, can you turn your camera on, please? We'll just give you a minute. Yeah. Anyway, he doesn't. I, as the host, then request he starts his video. He obviously doesn't know what to do because actually Zoom is actually blocked in the Middle East. So he was actually probably using a, a VPN to, to get access to it. Oh, wow. Turned on his camera and he's lying in bed with the duvet over him. Oh, no. And I thought... My mind immediately goes to the gutter. Yeah. I'm like, for sure. I don't think he was doing that. Morgan's just gesticulated wildly with her. So he wasn't having a wank. No. But he was obviously (laughs) on his phone. And I thought, right, before this gets any worse, I'm going to turn off his camera. Okay. I sent him another message. Uh, and he replied with, eventually with, oh, I'm actually in a business meeting at the moment. I'll turn it on shortly. And I I then replied with... I just saw you. We actually just saw you in bed. You're not in a business meeting. I'll pop you in the waiting room. Send me a message when you're ready to um, come back and join the course. He then appeared dressed, all fine. Everything was fine for the rest of the course. Ten minutes after that problem is sorted out, one of our fantastic other female candidates from uh, another country was there. She was on a laptop like you have in front of you today. And she was obviously, I didn't realise at the time, she was on a glass desk. And she went to adjust the laptop to reach behind to get something. And as she does, obviously the camera angles down and she's sitting there in a very, in her thong. No. A thong? Yeah. It was a hot day in the UK, but I don't know if she realised that we all saw that. No, that's like a big thing too on TikTok where people have been like, yeah, I love remote work and being on Zoom Mm. because I don't wear pants while I work now. So that's a thing, but the glass table, oh, Mm -hmm. no. You couldn't make it up. And you guys don't really have AC here in a lot of places. So I I get it. Like I'm, I feel like I'm just hot everywhere. This is like, even this, I'm like, this is hot. Yeah, we This is hot. We're only just starting to get AC now. Yeah. Like, we're thinking about getting it in my house and stuff because oh, it's getting you? a lot warmer in London these yeah, days. Yeah, climate change it? too. It's yeah. Definitely. Um, 
So the top. I'm not sure air conditioning helps with climate change either. But no, no, it, no. it's sorry, double-edged Greta. sword. Sorry, Greta. <laughs> so the top comment on this one is, "You're the asshole." The I agree. peasants have spoken. Info: Is your grandmother the Queen of England? Well, it's the United Kingdom and has been since 1702. But the Queen of the United Kingdom, yeah, technically. Minor point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is a year old too, so this was probably commented prior to her passing. Oh, well, she was the Queen of the United Kingdom. But mm-hmm. Either yeah, way, yeah, but, <laughs> they're wrong. Um, but but that, that slightly frustrates me. I mean, I, I appreciate that I have a, uh, a different relationship with etiquette to most people, but etiquette is not just about behaving in the royal household. It's mm-hmm. just about being nice to people. And if you're a human being... You need to be nice to people, whatever background you are from. Did you write my next comment here? Because it literally goes, the Queen of England knows that true etiquette is about making sure that all of your guests feel comfortable, Mm -hmm. whether or not they know the proper things to do. Yep, exactly. God, you are a good etiquette teacher. And actually, maybe if the girlfriend went to the uh, boyfriend's parents' house, the parents would be fine and like completely like... Maybe yeah. the boyfriend is just worried. Mm-hmm. As I think you worry when you do, whoever you're dating, when you introduce them to your family for the first time, of course you worry. Because if you have a, a normal relationship with your parents and family, you want your, you want that validation from your family that they like your partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Queen and the royal family have met people from all different backgrounds and cultures. And, yes, more than yeah. any of us put together. So... Yeah, I agree. He is the asshole. Yeah, it is interesting too. I mean, I'm surprised he included some of the comments she had, like the racially insensitive mm-hmm. part. I'm wondering if like they are different races and maybe that is also playing into his paranoia or something like that. Like, who mm. knows? But I think overall, yeah, it could have definitely been handled better. And I just, I don't know. It's It's kind of a weird problem to have. But one you come across, which... I was going to ask you, what do you find the most like common etiquette issue people have? Like for me, all the silverware really trips me up. But I learned recently just eat from the outside in. What you weigh in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I'm really weird. Like I only like certain spoons with certain things. Like sometimes with cereal, I feel like people go for the small spoons. I have to eat a bowl of cereal with a big spoon. I agree. Like, I want a better milk to cereal ratio. Mm-hmm. Do you mean like tablespoons, like serving spoons? Yeah. Or do you mean... Yeah. Because there's teaspoon. I mean, there are 14 different types of spoon, but we'll, we won't go what? down that route. There 14? are 14. How many different types of forks are there? Uh, 12. 12. Yeah. Wow. I learned the history about the fork recently. Do you know it? Yes. Okay. But tell us. Share, well, it. No. share it with the group, Morgan. No. Oh, my God. No, I just watched this crazy YouTube video and like forks were like... Like the devil's yeah. utensil, like it res- it represented the devil and a pitchfork, and I just thought it was it was really interesting the history mm. behind the fork. Yes, so it's, it's the newest eating implement out mm-hmm. of all three of them. Yeah. yeah, wild. And the Catholic Church banned them for many years because they thought if you use them as a man, you were gay. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Oh. See, we should do a class on forks. This would be we fun. <laughs> fork off. With yeah. William and Morgan. Fork off. <laughs> okay, moving yes. along. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 
Okay, so this next one, um, I think I'm just going to get right into it. I'm going to switch my order up on us here. So this is actually four hours old. Oh. It oh. is It is fresh, like hot off the press. Wow. You can see the steam coming yeah. off it. It's so fresh. Yeah. It's coming from our very own Two Hot Takes subreddit. It is titled, Am I the Asshole for Kicking Out My Sister After She Tried to Sleep With My Husband? <gasps> Okay, I've got um, I've got initial thoughts here, but let's hear it. <laughs> I, 33 male, am gay, and my husband, 39 male, is bisexual. My husband is what some would call conventionally attractive, and there's no denying he is good-looking. My sister has had a thing for him ever since I introduced them. Something to add is that when our grandmother died, she left the house to me and my sister, but my sister sold her portion to me, and she has no claim to the house— because she lived with her husband at the time, she had no need for it. My sister left her husband after he hit her while drunk, and I've been letting her live in our house as it's a six-bed, four-bath, and we are only two people. Mm -hmm. I was out the last few days as my best friend had his bachelor party. My husband called me at midnight saying that my sister just came in wearing lingerie and tried to seduce him in our bed, but he shoved her out and then called me. When I got home, I went straight to my sister and told her to pack her things and her son's belongings and get out. She tried to claim that it was my husband who came on to her, but I immediately didn't believe her and said she had until the next day to get out. She cried that she and her son would be homeless and that this isn't what family does. I just said family also doesn't try to shag their brother's husband and that she should have given that a thought beforehand. She then shifted to the whole divorce card and said she just wants to be close to someone again. I again said that didn't warrant or justify what she did and said she only had one day. Am I the asshole? I don't, I don't think he, he is the asshole there. She definitely needs to be out of the house. You can't live all under the same roof after that. No. Wow. <laughs> oh, it all goes on. I assume they're British as well because they use the word shag. shag. Ah, oh, okay. Is mm. that quite a British word? Mm. Okay. Six bedroomed house in Britain. They're bougie. Yeah, yeah. they're doing all right. Mm. Yeah. I would say, yes, he's not the asshole. I would say that he's been perfectly reasonable. I may have extended it to a week to get out rather no. than a day. Um, I don't know how old the son is. We don't know that. But I might have said, let's say the son was, let's say, 12 plus. Mm -hmm. Say. Bonzo, the son, is welcome to stay. Bonzo. That's fine. It's got nothing to do with him. Bonzo. Um, that would have been really nice. Yes. Yeah. But she, yeah, she can't play the divorce card. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm divorced and I'm a bit lonely. No, that's not how this works. Mm -mm. You, if you're lonely and you need solace, there are a range of apps and services that you can go on. You don't. What's what's your phrase you have in the north about don't plot on your own doorstep? Don't shit on your own doorstep. Mm. Yes. Don't piss where you eat. No, I've got them mixed up. <laughs> we we say don't shit where you eat. Yeah, don't in piss the on don't piss on your own doorstep and okay. don't shit where you eat. So right. yeah. yeah. And she's done that. So I think the best thing is that she vacates the house. Mm. She leaves. She doesn't live with them anymore. You have some time and some space apart, and then you look at rebuilding yeah. your relationship because in a few months' time, she could be like, I'm sorry, my head was all over the place. I was just out of this divorce. I don't know what I was thinking. Mm. You need to rebuild that trust. But I don't think he's the asshole. No. Mm -mm. And good on good on the husband for picking up the phone and going, 
uh, this has just happened immediately. Because actually, if it was her version of events and the husband had tried to, you know, put the moves on the sister, I'm sure the sister probably would have phoned out. You would hope and gone, oh, gosh, this has just happened. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good on the husband. I yeah. agree. I This is just really unfortunate. I'm like, was she drunk? Like, what? was going through her head and I think probably because the husband is bisexual that was kind of her invitation Mm -hmm. like maybe I can convince him Mm -hmm. to leave my brother which okay how did you see this playing out regardless like he leaves your brother for you and then either way their relationship with your brother is completely Mm. damaged yeah like you messed up either way she's obviously lonely and she's got very big issues but she needs to talk to a professional or find someone else, not not a basically a family member. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely not the arsehole, I don't. Think. No. Yeah, the top comment on this one: she could have downloaded an app and gotten various levels of strange if she wanted, but no, she had to hit on your husband. Have you been doing your research? <laughs> Did you? Yeah, well, just spot on. I was asleep four hours ago, so I have not. I have not done this. Not the asshole. Keep the child if he is old enough to take care of himself mm. and throw her out. Which I think you do make a really, really good point there, William. Mm. Like, that would be really hard on the kid, especially the school year just started, likely, for wherever he is. And to try to, like, shift schools just as things are getting underway, I feel like that would be pretty hard on him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, there we go. We are are one, one mind. Yeah. Look at this. I love this. Okay. Up next. This one is five days old. Coming from Am I the Asshole, it is titled, Am I the Asshole for Telling My Parents and Brother that if they wanted his ex removed from my wedding pictures, they had to pay for it? Oh. My brother goes through women like I go through socks. I gave him a plus one for my wedding two years ago. He brought his girlfriend at the time. When we were doing the family pictures, he wanted his girlfriend in the pictures, I said we could do some with her and some without. He got mad that I allowed my sister to have her fiancé in all the pictures, and my other brother was allowed to have his boyfriend of five years, but that I had the audacity to exclude his girlfriend of the week. My parents said that they didn't want any fighting and to just include her. They were paying for everything, so I said fine. She isn't in all of our pictures, just the ones with our family and both families. Now, my brother is engaged, and we had the family over last weekend. His fiance saw our wedding picture on the wall and got into a fight with my brother. He never told her that he had been in a serious relationship with her nemesis. He tried explaining that they only dated a very short time. She called bullshit because she was included in the family pictures. She asked to see our wedding album. Sure enough, The girl was in multiple pictures with the family and the in-laws. My brother finally calmed her down, but has asked me to take down the picture or have his ex removed. I said that it was expensive, so if he would pay for it, then maybe. He tried complaining to our parents. They said that I was being childish. I reminded them that they were the ones who insisted I give in to him. I said that they were welcome to pay for the editing. They said I was a jerk and that they already paid for the pictures once. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. These people are unhinged. I know. I wish you could see William's face now if you're listening. 
Go on. It's <laughs> no. No, and, and also what I would say, I mean, I you, you know me, Jordan. I'm not one to to when eventually I'm proved right, which is always, to to sort of milk <laughs> that. To then turn around and go, remember the conversation we had at the time? And I said this and you said the other, and I gave in. Well, that's why. That's probably what I would say in this instance. And I'll just say no. I don't think you need to engage in any any further dialogue. Mm-mm. It's not a discussion. I'm not paying for them. It's not happening. And I think he sounds quite entitled, doesn't mm. he? And they, the family definitely did the right thing. They know what it's like, so they got pictures with his Yeah, they did the right one. thing on the occasion. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did the right thing. They got pictures with his plus one and without his plus one. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the issue is here. No. It's, and, and, I mean... Generous, the, the the correspondent is saying, I will put up a new photograph if you pay for it and you have that yeah. photograph doctored. Yeah. Fine. I think you don't even need to do that, shouldn't really. No, I think they do. He's, every time the, his now fiancé comes out, she does, she won't want to see that picture of But them. do you pay for it? No. Yeah. They, no. He should definitely pay for it. If he, 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 he should have turned around and said, look, it's making new fiancé feel uncomfortable. Um, if I pay for it, mm. can you get it edited? Which is easily done. It's, that's not an extortionate cost, I would imagine. I've, I've used Photoshop editors yeah. before, and it's two figures, if that. I've done this. I edited a girl out of one of my pictures with <gasps> another friend. Tell me why. Um, We were not friends, and I think she just felt like very awkward. So like she inserted herself in every single picture I took with my, my best friend. Mm. And so I was like, I don't want to post this with her. Like, I'm literally not friends with her. Like... It was a really bad situation, but I'm mature enough where like I can still be in the same room. Yeah. And I wasn't going to like make her feel bad in that moment and be like, hey, can you get out of my picture? Mm-hmm. And I did get like one with my friend, just me and her. But then she was like in the picture, literally like flipping at the bird and sticking her tongue out, trying to like still she insert herself. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I went on Fiverr and I literally paid like $10 yeah. to have her removed. Yeah. If you want, yeah. It's really cheap, like really cheap. And I mean, if you're doing just one picture to like then reframe for your house. And when you say you pay to have her removed, you mean from the photograph, yeah. not from the planet. Yeah. No, you yeah. can't get that service on No, hit, it's not in the mob. No. <laughs> it's what? It's not in the mob. No, I don't know. As far as you know. Oh, yeah, yeah fair <laughs> enough. You know, there's a big mob presence in Minnesota. Yes. Yeah. The first rule of Costa Nostra is you don't talk about it. Is it mm-hmm. Costa Nostra? I don't know. That's Fight Club. First oh, rule about yeah, Fight Club, you don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We've got one of my yeah. friends mixed up. Does anyone find it weird that he dated her nemesis? Yeah. Wasn't that like an interesting bit? Also, let's un- unwrap that there. Why has he never told her that they used to go out? And yeah. They were pretty serious. If you go to a wedding with someone, you're pretty serious. Yes, I would say. Uh, you see, this is where... Um, he sounds like quite a shady character, doesn't he? Listen to our podcast, we'll know that I have never had an ex. I, I have my husband, mm-hmm. but neither of us had a boyfriend before. Wow. Or, and hopefully after. Uh... Oh, That's so pretty I, lucky. Yeah, I don't have experience with, oh, darling, this was my ex. Mm-hmm. or So I don't have experience navigating that. Okay. I think, I don't know. I kind of have mixed feelings on it. I'm like, one, she sounds kind of insecure. Mm-hmm. Like, if I saw pictures of my boyfriend with his ex, like, I'm not, it's in the past. Like, mm. I win, she loses. Yeah. Like, you know, like that song, I win, you lose. Um but it's like not that big a deal, but it is the fact that it's her nemesis. So it's like, how did you even meet 
the both of them separately anyways. Mm. Like, did you find your fiancé now because... A lot of questions. They were nemesis? Nemeses? Nemeses. What's the proper English over there? Nemesis. Uh, Nemeses. Nemesis? Yeah, nemeses. Oh, is it? If there's more than one nemesis. Nemesis is... What if it's mutual? It's only two people, but they're each other's nemesis. Are they nemeses? Yes, I think so. Okay. I think I'm I'm gun to my head, yes. There is a lot to unwrap here. (laughs) There is a lot to unwrap. But ultimately, I think that if if the correspondent wants to sort of be vaguely nice, Mm -hmm. they can send a link to the Fiverr or whatever service they're going to use and say, look, it's really cheap. Here's the link. Have at it. But they don't need to do any more work than that. Mm -hmm. I agree. But then again, the other side of it is, why did she... Why has she got the picture up with the fiancé in? Why couldn't she put the picture... Oh, because he's probably in it. Yeah, and it's probably a nice picture of them. Maybe it's, yeah. it's you know, the lighting's great. He, they look great. Yeah. It's, their wed- it's his wedding day. Why does he not want... He wants mm. to look good. I think that's so annoying when people insist on, like, having a partner that's fresh in photos. Like, um, I went to my cousin's wedding recently and we took pictures and it was like... And my mom, honestly, is the one that kind of pushes everyone in. I'm like... Can I just get one picture with my just my brothers and like Amy? They've been married for, you know, 10 years now. Get her in. But like my little brother's girlfriend, love you if you're listening. But you're fresh. Sorry, like you're fresh. I hope it works. Like do a photo with her in. Mm. Just like mix in all yeah. the options. And yes. I don't I don't understand why this girlfriend would or the brother even would be like, well, you're having our sister's fiance and boyfriend of five years, like why aren't you having my girlfriend at two months in? It's like, get all the different options. So in, just in case. I know? think you're right there, Morgan. Yeah. Like get, think get ahead, the be smart. If you're getting married here and you've got a brother who plays the field a bit, bit of a player or a sister or a... Or a whatever. Whatever yeah. the, um, their pronouns are. Um, just, yeah, maybe do options. Mm-hmm. I'd also say that the new girlfriend's clearly incredibly secure in her relationship with the boyfriend. Seems that way. Mm. Yeah. Clearly. Top comment on this one. Sounds like you saw something like this coming and suggested not having her in every picture. He insisted. Now he's trying to make it your problem. Mm -hmm. Too bad for him, not the asshole. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Maybe he's annoyed that she was right. You know what it's like with siblings? Maybe Mm. he's like, oh God, she's always right. Yeah, my brother would probably say that about mm. me. That's William too. You're always right. You, uh, where do you fall in the I'm age? the middle child. Oh, you're middle Only three. girl, yes. So older brother, eight-year age gap. Younger brother, three-year age gap. Okay. So me and my older brother, we were kind of like both eldest in our own right. Okay. But I'm like the only girl. So that kind of adds like another layer, I think. Yeah. Mm. An extra layer of it. An extra layer of intelligence. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I feel like a, like the oldest daughter takes on like a big role in a lot of families, a lot of responsibility. Yes, my mother's middle daughter or middle child and the only daughter. Yeah, a lot she, of trauma she's too. Sort of the natural Maybe. organizer. Yeah. Yes, potentially. Yeah, yeah, we get it all. And mother daughter relationships are completely different between mum and son relationships. Oh, aren't they ever? Mums are so critical of daughters. Oh yeah. But with sons, the sun shines out their ass, doesn't it? They're mm. like, oh my god, my boy, he's beautiful. God, you are ready for this next story. Okay. You teed it up perfectly. <laughs> oh, really? You, it's like we're all like on a psychic level today. Oh my God, seriously. Wow. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, so this next one is five days old. It is titled, Am I the Asshole for Allowing My Mother to Wear White to My Wedding? Which, do you guys have? We have that. Okay, rule. I'm like... Not maybe quite as, as much crazy as, as in us. America, but mm. it, is, it is a thing. It's gotten real crazy lately. It's becoming lately. more of a thing. Yeah. It's definitely a thing. The bride wears white. Mm-hmm. Every wedding I've been to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unless it's a second or third wedding, generally, mm. then brides mm. would Yeah, what's the etiquette with that? You'd wear a sort of a pale pastel color normally. Yeah. Mm, okay. Or a p- pale sage green. It's very popular. Interesting. Mm. Green, powder blue. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. This started when my mother mentioned to me that she felt sad she wasn't a bridesmaid. I agree that my mother should at least have had some role, at least got her makeup done with the bridal party. Just anything. Mm. But my now wife just overlooked her somehow. And by the time my mother spoke her true feelings, it was too late to accommodate for an additional bridesmaid. I did ask my wife about a month away from the wedding if my mother could be a bridesmaid. And my wife said no. She was stressed out and just didn't want to go through the process of incorporating a last minute bridesmaid. And I understood that. My mother asked if she could at least sing slash perform a song to me at our wedding, and my wife and I both agreed to say no because we already paid for a band. When we said no, she asked if she could be incorporated into giving the groom away and walking me down the aisle, but my wife again said no. I felt really bad at this point because my mom wanted desperately to be involved in the ceremony or in the bridal party. We had said no to most of her requests. But when I told this to my wife that we should do something special for my mother, my wife said she felt that we had already included her by planning to have her in photos and letting her have a one-on-one dance with me before our first dance as a couple even, though there wasn't going to be a father-daughter dance. Weeks before the wedding, my mother tells me she was expecting this whole time for my wife to pick out a dress for her since she was the mother of the groom. My mother was crying and upset. When I mentioned this to my wife, my wife got annoyed and said that she told my mother the dress code over and over again, and that if my mother wanted to be involved any further than she was, it was me that would have to do the planning for that, like picking her dress. I didn't want to hurt my mom's feelings. I don't know how to pick a dress even remotely or plan for that, so I just told her, The bridal party is wearing neutral colors. The groomsmen are wearing beige suits. I trusted her to pick out a dress that met the criteria and was appropriate. Fast forward to the day of the wedding. My wife complained all night that my mother was wearing white and asked why I would pick out a wedding dress for her to wear. Oh, God. She said that it was humiliating standing at the altar with me and four feet away my mother is wearing a wedding gown. I tried to explain to her that I had no idea what my mother was going to wear, but I honestly don't even think it looked like a wedding dress. My wife said everyone at the wedding was laughing at my mother, 
which is just flat out mean. At the end of the day, I don't think this was my fault that my mother did anything wrong. White is a neutral color. I feel she could have just picked my mother's outfit herself. Am I the asshole? Wow. A lot to unravel here as well. Is this a bit harsh if I say is his mum sounds like a bit of a narcissist? <laughs> is that quite harsh? Because basically, he, I get that his mum wanted to be involved in the wedding, but what do you always say about weddings? Because we get this a lot on our podcast. Okay. You always say, it's not your wedding. Don't yes. You? you always say that. It's not your wedding. So, like, A, I've never heard of the mother or father of the bride. Sorry, I've never heard of mother of the bride or mother of the groom yeah. being a bridesmaid. No, you're the mother, of, the mother of the groom. You're the mother of the groom. That... You're the mother of the bride. That was so weird. You're never, you're never in a million years going to be a bridesmaid. No. Yeah, even if, even if it was her, you don't have your mum as the bridesmaid. You're the mother of the bride. Yeah. Yeah. So it just sounds like she wanted to try and interfere and get involved as much as possible. And she really wasn't, she wasn't getting the hints. And then this is why I'm using the narcissistic word. Like she wanted to sing at the wedding. It's like she wanted it to be all about her. It's not your wedding. She son and your daughter-in-law's. Mm. So, I feel like she's gone out and got a white dress on purpose to piss them off. Yes. Am I being harsh? No, there? you're not. I think she is having her her. She wants a. She sounds look like at a complete moment. narcissist. And as the mother of the groom, or or even the mother of the bride, you are you're part of the key roles anyway. People are yeah. going to to look at you. There's obviously a lot of sort of underlying insecurities coming through here. I would say to the bride, however, so what? Like if so, okay. Mm. Someone wore white. Whether okay, it's annoying that it's mother of the groom and not just mm-hmm. another guest. So what? Hopefully, the rest of the wedding was nice enough. Yeah, I don't think people. You know, people. Yes, might have. I went to a wedding a few months ago. One of the guests was in a white dress with polka dot things mm. on it. I actually didn't clock it. It was a few people that clocked it and said, "Oh, do you think that's appropriate?" No. Are you not meant to wear what? Are you not meant to no. wear a white dress? White yeah. or black, we would say don't don't wear to weddings. Oh, okay. Unless it's like a cocktail, like where they specify this is like cocktail attire, black mm. is okay. Yeah. Like but I think I've seen a lot of people try to pull white dresses that have like slight floral patterns on it mm. and I'm like just don't no, don't do it. If yeah. you if you're on your little photo app and you drop the pin on that dress and you get white as a color, it's mm. out for me. Mm. Yes. Like that's kind of my rule of thumb. Like, yeah. don't do it. Um, but I I do agree with a lot of what you're saying, Jordan, because the song and like asking to perform at the wedding, like she definitely wanted a moment in the spotlight, and it wasn't even a performance or a song to the both of them. It was a song performed to him, just him. And I think they met her in the middle. Sorry, Tinsuit Wong. And I think they met her in the middle by doing a dance before. Yeah, and also, it's before they dance as they a couple. Bent over backwards for her there. What? I am, again, I am no psychiatrist, but it sounds totally narcissistic. Sorry. There's some really bad boundaries here. Yes. 1,000%. I would, you could, but also there are other things that you could do early, because obviously the dance comes sort of quite late on into the, the wedding. Ask her to do a reading, perhaps. Get her to be a witness, if needs be. A speech. Give her, like, let her yeah. have a speech. That's more normal than or a, toast. a song. Particularly, a to- I, yes. do we know if these are American or not? Because mm, in American weddings, 
sort of almost any, after the sort of the set speeches, anyone can stand yes. up and do a toast and you oh, yeah. chuck them all in. I mean, it goes on for hours. Whereas we have, you know, three, potentially four. Uh, and that's that's the end of that. But yeah. OP has since deleted this post. Oh. Um, account has even been deleted. I think he was very unhappy with the backlash he got. What did Reddit say? Top comment, you're the asshole. Dude, stop being manipulated by your mom or you're going to have an ex-wife and be back in mummy's pocket. People were pretty pissed about this one. About his mum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel bad for her. Do you want to see a picture of her dress? Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, God, that yeah. That changes everything. Oh, okay, my God, yes. That's a wedding dress. That's a wedding. His mum's wearing her. She's got great arms. She works out. Well, can I also say exposed shoulders wedding? Is that appropriate? It, no. What? Exposed shoulders, wedding in Britain, that would not be correct. Usually, yeah, at what? least there's not wrong with that. Have his a shawl. Got a great yeah, figure. you'd have a pashmina or a shawl or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I think his mother's in the wrong here. Totally, completely, absolutely. But I don't think he's the asshole. I feel sorry for him. He, <sighs> I, he's perhaps being controlled by both women. Can I say that? You can. I, you know, if this were me in this mm. situation, and I knew my mother-in-law was already kind of creating a stir in my life, I think I personally would have taken more control over the dress. Mm -hmm. Like the mother-in-law was expecting the bride to pick out a dress for her. And I think like the mother-in-law is probably dealing with this like tug of war of like she's losing her son, mm. wanting to be included, not being included. It's kind of this tough battle. And so the way she was asking to be included wasn't normal. Like a mom is not a bridesmaid. That's not normal. But at the same time, like, was she included in dress shopping for the bride? Because I know a lot of people do include their mother-in-laws in that. Mm. And then that's kind of a time where, like, you take that to try on bridesmaids' dresses. You can have your mom's mother-in-law try on mother dresses. And so it sounds like the bride, because of her relationship with the son and that crossing of boundaries, she is trying to do the exact opposite and push her out in every mm. way. Yeah. But still, like, accommodating her somewhat by having that first dance, which is kind of sad. Um, it sounds like her dad is either not involved or has passed. And so she's not even having that father-daughter dance. So for her to be willing to accommodate them and say, hey, you can have that dance before our first dance as a couple. Well, that's weird. But that's yeah. unhinged in mm. my mind. Like, that is so unnecessary. But teach their own. I think the moral of the story for everyone here, obviously, original poster has deleted it and it's a fair complete and it's not going to happen. You know, it's happened. Ship sailed now. They've had the wedding. But for anyone else getting married, involve your parents on both sides mm -hmm. or whoever. Just even like phone them up and tell them, oh, we've done this today. Or we're thinking this for the flowers. It also depends on who's paying for the wedding in terms of who gets a bit of a say. Mm, fair mm -hmm. point. Um, and if people are not paying for it or not paying for that specific thing, uh, then they have zero say. But also what we learned when we planned our wedding is that, and actually even friends that, that chipped in with ideas and things, just sit there and go, oh gosh, I've never considered that. Thank you. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely consider that. You obviously then sort of mentally chuck it in the bin, but just say, <laughs> don't get too het up about it and start pushing your own agenda back or pushing what's going to happen. Just literally go white light. Oh gosh, yes, no, we'll, I'll definitely tell that to name of bride, name of groom. And that's, that's all you have to say. You did yeah. that with me because I wanted them to have beer on, on tap. Yes. So, you know... Draft, you don't do that here? Draft, they do, but the venue he was at, as uh, I asked, I said, do they have beer on tap? 
because that's important at a wedding, especially yeah. in Britain, especially where I'm from. Especially so. in the north. You don't oh want bottled God. beer, you want a full pint of beer, don't you? It's out of the tap or it tastes disgusting. Thank you. Um, and they didn't. But you what did, did you say, have? Wine. Bottles. Wine. Champagne. I mean, it was classy, very, very good wine and very good champagne. But yes, you know, every, at a wedding, you just want a pint. Yeah. Mm. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I said to John, "Oh, I'll definitely raise that with the wedding planner." Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't. You'd fit in in Minnesota with the weddings there. Yeah, just beer. Yes, yeah. okay. you'd fit right in. But that is interesting. What do you find the most common wedding etiquette rules that like get broken to be? Great question. Like, obviously, wearing white is, like, very well-known now. Like, that's come up a lot. I would say... Oh, I can probably talk about this on this podcast because I can't on ours. Let's go, baby, let's go. So we had... I committed... I don't know if I've told either of you. I committed an etiquette faux pas earlier this year. I will change names just in case this gets out. (laughs) Uh, For context, at our wedding, just before when we were doing invitations Mm -hmm. and working out who the list was, my parents said, oh, are you inviting... um, Bonzo. We'll use that name mm. again. Will we stop using Bonzo? Are you inviting <laughs> I like it. Bonzo? And I was like, yeah, touching it. Like, yeah, okay. For context, Bonzo was, I was best friends with in like year one. Okay. Um, Bonzo and I see each other at other people's weddings. That's our, the extent of our relationship. We have a lovely chat. Don't really have much in common. Yeah. Um, I said, well, yeah, probably because my friends are parents. Uh, my parents are friends with his parents. Good mm, friends. That makes it challenging. And they were coming. But, yes. Okay, fine. Like, fine. Mm-hmm. Then a few weeks later, we got, are you inviting Hilda? I was like, who, who the heck's Hilda? We went, Bonzo's girlfriend. She's like, I've never met Hilda. I didn't know who no. Hilda was. I don't know what she looks like. Even Bonzo is a stretch. Yeah. It's a no to Hilda. That was a whole drama. Anyway, we won that. We were not going to invite Hilda. No problem. Literally like three weeks before we got married, they got engaged. Annoying, but whatever, invitations had gone out. Yeah. Bonzo and Hilda's wedding early this year. Out comes the invitation. Oh, no. No name written on the invitation. As in, not my name and not my husband's name. Okay. So I was like, is, is this to me? Because on the envelope was just my name. But I also stand by the fact not many people know how to address two men or two women living together in a relationship. Mr. and Mr. On, on. Yeah, I know. It's so so simple. Come on. But so many people don't know how to do it. Yeah. Including, actually, other gay couples that I know. They just they just don't know what to do. And Interesting. So, and also, etiquette land, what you write on the invitation on the envelope is not who is invited. Because off, if it's like four, if it's a husband, wife, and their two kids, yeah. you don't put the kids' names on the envelope, but they're often on the invitation because they are invited or they're not invited, etc. Okay. So back channel, I spoke to a mutual friend and said, do you know if Mikey, my husband, is invited? And I got the response eventually, no. And I said, okay, mm. interesting. Well, tit for tat because there. Because everyone mm. else's spouse was invited. Oh, it was, and also it was bon- purposeful. Yeah, Bonzo and Mikey have met numerous times, oh, okay. including so, at our wedding. And that is so different then. Yeah. I, was, I then thought, okay, if it's a numbers thing, because, you know, people have budgets, etc. Yeah. Th- this family have 16 Maseratis. Okay, budget is not a problem. Oh, my God. So I thought, well, I don't know. 
that Mike is not invited because they've been stupid and not put a name on the invitation. So I responded with William and Mikey would love to attend and pop that in the post. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. And then the moment it went through the post, I literally then wanted to just camp by that post box <laughs> to try and reclaim the letter say, back. I you shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that and well, I worried about I it. I think it's so normal. I think it's fine. Well, they made the mistake of not addressing. I out of mm. I've gotten invited to a lot of weddings lately and already on my RSVP card, it says the name of who's invited. Yep. So for me, going to my friend's wedding last fall, it was Morgan Absher and Justin Thunstrom. Mm. It wasn't Ooh, Morgan Absher plus one or just Morgan. Yep. It was addressed to both. Yeah. So if it's left blank, I would assume, oh, maybe they didn't know the spelling. I'm going to write them both in. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. Well, I then, and, and some friends egged me on to do that. I love this. And they were like, we want you both there. We want to have fun. There won't be many people there that we know. You should both come, et cetera. Yeah. But then I thought, well, if I've done that they could then take their revenge on us on the day and sit us on a completely terrible table. With... Or literally not have a space for your husband at all. Yeah. Like, so they could have made it bad. I then wrote to Bonzo mm. and Hilda and said, I'm so sorry, some work has come in. Neither of us are able to actually attend the wedding now. What? Um, Was that a lie? Sen yes. Sending you <laughs> uh, sending you all the best wishes. The, you know, do enjoy the day. It'll yeah. fly by. It'll be the happiest day of your life. Blah, blah, blah. Hope to see you soon. Nice. Still heard nothing. I've, I mean, I've literally to this day have not heard Really? Do you, do you agree with the, if they've not met the plus one, they, sh they shouldn't be invited? I think that's a fair, if you, if you have, if you suddenly have got a plus one in your life and you haven't bothered to sort of kind of introduce them to your social circle, mm -hmm. fine, you might be busy, but you shouldn't then be surprised when they're not invited mm. to social circle events. What if, is that for both the bride and groom if they've not met them or at least one of them? I think at least one of them has got okay. to have met them. Yeah. I feel like people, especially since COVID, have really been on the smaller wedding train, yeah. like mm. more intimate ceremonies and then like cost-wise too, like I don't want to pay for plates for people I don't even know. Yeah. No. I think that's definitely true now. I yeah. think with wedding etiquette, going back to your question about rules, etc., I think with etiquette, there is a shift in, I mean, I don't know what it was like for your parents when they got married, but it was probably their parents, your grandparents, who paid for it or organised it. And, I, you know, they always say you never get the wedding until your children get, that you want until your children get married. Mm, Whereas I think our generation... terrifying. ...are the generation changing things, going, yeah. no we're paying for it or we're paying for a large part of it or we have specific ideas. And so in effect, it's our parents' generation who are kind of a little bit short-changed because they are never going to get the exact wedding they want. That is so interesting. And I suspect for future generations it won't be a problem because mm. sort of the etiquette is shifting to, no, it's the couple getting married. It's their day. It's their day. And yeah. I think that's also changed with same-sex weddings and different religions, etc. So it is beginning to change. Yeah, I could see that. My mom actually, she never had like a formal wedding. She got married um, somewhat recently because her partner had mm -hmm. colon cancer. And so it was just this yeah. whole thing. But I can already see like my little cousin getting married. My mom wanted to be very involved in yeah. like her bridal shower and all this stuff. And I'm like, I literally was like, oh no, she's going to have a real tough time when I have my wedding because mm -hmm. I already, I know what I want. And so it's going to be a lot of strong boundaries and trying mm -hmm. to withhold them but something with weddings that I've started to like find really interesting is like there's so many pre-parties there's a wedding shower a bridal shower and um a rehearsal, groom's dinner. rehearsal dinner groom's dinner whatever they want to call it really and is this America is this an American it's creeping maybe, over here as maybe well. it is but it's so annoying at least for me 
and maybe I'll change my tune when I start getting the presents, <laughs> but I don't even want it. I don't even want to have that many events. There's so many events and you're expected to buy a present for almost every one. Mm. That's a lot of money. Is a bridal shower the same as a Hindu here? No, that's the bachelorette party. Bachelorette. Oh, yeah, you call it There's a, a whole other thing. Bridal showers, something more sedate and all ages can go. Yes. Yeah. We have a stag do and a hen do mm-hmm. and then the wedding. Maybe a rehearsal dinner. Do you have engagement parties when the couple first gets engaged? Yes, Some do, yeah. we do. Yeah. Okay. But I went to uh, my friend married an American girl and on the Friday they had a, the wedding was on the Saturday and on the Friday they all had like a big dinner. Rehearsal dinner, yeah. I was like, Oh, is that what that is? Mm. I was like, oh, so what, we're all getting to back together tomorrow as well. Yeah, and you've got nothing to say to anyone. I know, because it's you saw them the so weird. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Cut that out, save the money. Save that for the honeymoon. Yes, weddings are expensive. I can, so I can save so much money on people's weddings. I, mm. In fact, I should provide a service. I, I'll charge, so ironically, I won't save the money. But <laughs> I will look through their wedding plans go, do you really need that? I had a wedding, I had a friend that got married quite recently and literally with like three weeks to go she sat me down and she went I think we need a magician I was like you don't need a magician you don't need oh, a magician oh but no I one is going one. To... Did, yeah, but... did she do it? no I told her don't be totally oh. stupid why would you take that from her William? because she had all sorts of other stuff yeah. what'd she have? did she have a juggler? like what else were we working a with? a juggler? yeah what were we working with? like why magician? was it carnival she themed? she had like an ice cream stand where you went and got your own ice cream okay. and she had a silent disco and she had okay um speeches and blah blah That's... honestly I think she needed the magician no, <laughs> no see I have, yeah. I have a good friend of mine I think, I think it was necessary I have a good friend of mine who's a magician but you know when you're you know when you go to a restaurant now who do you know that's a magician quite a good two, two you know three, two magicians two magicians who knows one but, you magician know, and, and, I two. wish I knew but more. it's alright in a certain like when a magician comes up it's really cool when you're with friends and stuff but when you're eating and no, they come you up and you're chatting food. and you're having a drink and they're like hey can I show you actually Honestly, no, I'm going to disagree. No, to think of it. They, um, There's always, any time is a good time for a magician I'm, I'm for me. I'm sad to think that. No, I'm going back on myself. It is quite fun, actually. At first, you're like, yeah. oh. But then when they, you get really, I do get, yeah, I'm going to shut up. I'm obsessed with magic. Like, in Los Angeles, we have this, like, iconic place. It's called the Magic Castle. And you have to know a magician to get in. Is that at Disney? No. Right. No, it's, like, right in West Hollywood. It's, like, one of the oldest private clubs in L.A. Ooh. And I was going to join, but then I found out it was, like, six grand a year. And I'm like, <sighs> I can't I can't afford this. Like, I, I'm a, I got to keep trying to get my free invites. Can you do magic? No. But I'm so... I'm a little gullible. But I do believe that there are some people that do real magic. Like, there's the sleight of hand, card, trickster people. But there's other people that I fully believe are magic. Like who? Um, Beyonce. Do you think Harry Potter's yes. a documentary? Harry Potter, no. <laughs> I just watched that on the flight over, actually. Okay. Which um, one? Which one? Chamber of Secrets. Oh, nice one. Yes, yeah. yes. That one was very good. But no, I think like Chris Angel, like the guy, he floated on top of the pyramid in Vegas. And yeah. like there were helicopters flying all around. And like they passed something underneath him. So like... Mm. I'm like, he's got to be magic. We've got Dynamo here and he walked across the Thames. That's a big deal. He walked on water. Mm. That was pretty good. Who else? Were there boats going through at the same time? Yeah, I think so. He didn't get run over though, or boated over. He's still alive. Do you remember when David Blaine was in that box? That's a big one. He's pretty magic. Have you had uh, David Copperfield come over? No. 
He made like the Statue of Liberty disappear. Stephen Mulhern's pretty much <laughs> That's a British person. He's, he's a TV presenter, but he's also a magician as well. Okay. But he's yeah. more like a yeah, trick. Steve magician. Allen did magic. Paul Daniels here. Oh God. Oh right. Are there any magic clubs here? Yeah, there's one actually near where we record the podcast. Is there? It's near because I go to the gym afterwards and there's a little magic shop that you want. What the magic in. circle? It's a bit like Ollivander's or whatever it's called from Harry Ollivander's, yeah. You Ollivander's can go in. Magic. I think it's part of the magic circle. Have you heard of the magic circle? No. So the magic circle is I think it's just in Britain, it's where all magicians are in yeah. this like It's probably the Magic Castle equivalent. Okay, okay. Yeah. Illuminati Club. And if you give it's away It's not the Illuminati. If you give no. away any secrets, you get thrown out. Yeah. So if you could yeah. show how you do <gasps> That's how ours is too. You can't even take pictures in there. No. Do you remember that? Oh, that American program, The Magician Reveals It yes, All. Yes, loved it. Yes. When that we were good. kids, there was a program on, on air, it was an American guy. And I he need basically to find it. he showed all the like tricks that a lot of magicians done and then afterwards after the oh break, he ruins it he ruins yeah. it and loads of magicians hate it but he was masked so obviously he'd he know him in the final oh. he took his mask off oh, did he yeah you're oh I used to watch himself. that yeah. on a Saturday that night that brings it all back that's okay so. I need to find this yeah gosh wild okay well From weddings to magicians thank you for showing us your magic circle Jordan yeah that was really good I feel bad for your friend she really should have had that magician I agree I'm going to have one at mine now. Just okay. And mine's going to be a hillbilly carnival. Like, I'm getting married. Obviously, I need to get engaged first, but eventually, mm-hmm. whatever that happens, um, on my family farm, we're uh, actually like, we're building a wedding venue there now. Building just for you or just for future? For, fu- for everyone. It's kind of my excuse to like okay. get married there and like have my dream venue. Make it but it'll be a business. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like going to have food trucks, carnival right. games, a magician. Be like Glastonbury. Yes. Or Coachella. That is my inspiration. Mm. Neon Carnival from Coachella is my inspiration. Neon Carnival. Is mm-hmm. that a particular... It's like an after party. Okay. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That's that's a vibe. If you guys want to come to Minnesota, I'll, yes. I'll mail. And I'll be sure, Mr. and Mr. Yes. Oh, yes. Put, put, put so specific. Sweet. And actually, again, there's top take-home content for everyone. Mm-hmm. Put people's names, not on the envelope, because people throw that out, True. on the invitation. Mm-hmm. If you want the kids invited, put the kids' names. Yep. If you don't want the kids invited, don't put the kids' names. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving along. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. This next one is where we take a wild turn. It is three years old and titled, Am I the Asshole for Washing My Butt Plugs in the Dishwasher? This is more like what we do. This is very, <laughs> very much like our podcast, Help I Sex to My Boss. This is the sort of problems and letters we actually get sent in. Yeah, the beginning was just a warm-up. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, 25 female, have been living with my roommate Jason, 27 male, for almost two years. I met him through a mutual friend because he was looking for a place to rent and my roommate from before moved out. So I was looking for a new roommate. I'm pretty open with my sexuality. And with that being said, I don't really hide much, especially at my own apartment. I made that pretty clear before my roommate moved in and he didn't have much of an issue with it. Jason has been seeing a girl, Amy, for a few months now and she's been coming around the apartment more often. 
I've always gotten weird vibes from her, like she has a problem with Jason living with a female roommate, but for the most part, I've ignored it. The other night, I was in my bedroom, and they were out in the kitchen cooking dinner. All of a sudden, I hear yelling coming from the kitchen, quote, what the fuck are these? Followed by a slamming sound from what I assume was the dishwasher door being slammed shut. Not sure what was going on. I entered the kitchen and was immediately met by Amy's death glare. She opened the dishwasher and again said, what the fuck are these? Pointing at my butt plugs in the silverware basket. (laughs) I began to try explaining myself, although I don't feel I should have to in my own apartment, but she didn't want to hear any of it. She exploded saying, I knew you two had a thing and stormed out of the apartment. Now, Jason is upset with me and not talking to me. I feel blindsided by it all. I've been washing my butt plugs in the dishwasher for the entire time that Jason has lived here. If he had a problem with it or suspected Amy would have a problem with it, why wouldn't he just tell me? Jason and I have never been intimate, and I feel it's unfair for Amy to assume that just because I sterilize my butt plugs in the dishwasher. I figured we are all mature enough that it wouldn't be a problem. Am I the asshole? Oh, God. (laughs) Well, I would say to this, do you need to wash them in the dishwasher? Because actually that's, you know, that's using valuable space in the dishwasher for other things. Next to your silverware? Yeah, just just in the sink, bit of washing up liquid, quick wash. Dry them off with a tea towel or a rag or whatever you call it. Tea towel. And and that's that. How do you wash yours, William? How rude. Uh, (laughs) Do you put yours in the dishwasher? Are they dishwasher safe? I don't have butt plugs, George. They're not, like, (laughs) supposed to be washed in there, right? I feel like that damages, like, Depends what it says on the box. Silicone? Or I guess depends on the material. Did you wash them? No, silicone. Did you wash them whilst the dishes were in there as well? The rest of the pots and pans? Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter what she washes in there because re- if it reaches 62 degrees Celsius, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Um, then you think that would kill E. coli? Yeah, bacteria from, dies yeah. at that temperature. Look, there's a time and a place to wash your butt plugs and it probably isn't in the dishwasher. I know you said you were, you made it pretty clear that you're quite open and, and what have you, but it is quite embarrassing what, washing your your sex toys in the dishwasher mm. if you share a house. You, you know, yeah. even though it's your house, you still share that place. I assume he pays rent. I assume you take money off him. So you, you still share that space. So it's probably best not to wash them in the dishwasher. Yes. If they're away for the weekend, crack on. Go for Get it. Get it all in there. Get the yeah. whips, the chains, the butt plugs, the <laughs> fleshlights, the lot. Do a big wash, do a big load. I have been wondering how people wash those. <laughs> what? The fleshlights. Yeah, how would you wash one of those? Again, I don't have a (laughs) flashlight. We're putting poor William on the spot here. Um, Yeah, it is weird sharing the space, especially like her being like my own apartment. But it's like, but you're splitting it. Like the minute someone else moves in, like it's a shared. Does she own the apartment? I think she does. But even if she doesn't, even if she does or doesn't, they're sharing and there's boundaries, isn't there? All she needs to say to Jason is... Sorry that made Amy uncomfortable. Yeah. Won't do it again whilst you're around. Yeah. Yeah. And move on. Do it whilst he's at work. But it's also not her responsibility to calm Amy down. That's Jason's responsibility. If he goes on vacation, think, do you know what? I'm going to have a big sex toy wash this week. Again, there are Mm -hmm. a lot of people that are insecure in their own relationships in this episode. Oh, Amy hates her guts. That's very clear. But again, it's like, just because someone lives with a girl roommate doesn't mean they're sleeping together. Like, I moved in with two of my guy friends after college and... They were the best roommates I ever had. Mm. Mm. Kept their shit to themselves. 
didn't yeah. steal my clothes. It was a great living situation. Did they steal your food? Mm, they did do yeah, that. Yeah, guys do that. But other yeah. than that, you can let that go. Yeah, How mostly, are you with- my, mostly my tequila. Oh. Yeah. That's, it's if they replace it. I've had housemates that have like texted me going, oh, did you use my butter? You're like, oh, get over it. The I, butter? Yeah, honestly. Did you use my milk? Oh, I'll get some more in. We've talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I had a bit of toast for your butter on. I owe you 50p, 50 pence, 50 cents, whatever you want to call it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, anyway. There's certain things like that. As long as you're not finishing it. Like yeah. if And I think leftovers are a big hot topic. Like, I had leftovers from a restaurant. I put it in that, the fridge and my roommate ate it. So that annoyed me. I was saving that for mm. a reason. Yeah, and you paid me. up and, you know, you paid more yeah. for that than you did the butter. Exactly. I had a bit of chocolate in the fridge and they said, I ate that chocolate bar, but I'll get you another. I'd be, yeah, I'd be all right with that. Mm-hmm. Top comment on this one. If your butt plugs fit in the silverware basket, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you're the <laughs> asshole. Um... Someone goes, the fuck did I just read? Also, dishwashers aren't good for sex toys. Oh. Warm water and soap is all you need. That's what I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a tea towel. Yeah, I'm up. going home with so many tea towels. That's like going to be my souvenir from this trip. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, yeah, get a nice get a nice British one with the Queen. You can go queen. to the Royal Collection gift shop and you can buy them, let's say, back in Palace. Or, or Harrods. Oh, Harrods. Harris, Fortnum and Mason do good tea towels. Or Dalesford Organic. Those are the top tea towel recommendations. Okay, I'm going to have to write these down after we're done here. Yeah. So many Americans listening to this now going, who is this guy? Is this is he putting this on? Is this a character? No, no he's real. I love your voice. Thank you. I love him too. I love I the way you said too. It's like the, the vintage... BBC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus today. Yes. New BBC. Standards little, have very much slipped. Yeah, a little bit for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Also, every time I think BBC, it's No, just, don't. Don't be vile. It's just that it's acronym, a, you know? Over here, it's a well-respected household institution, not a, not a pornographic search term. The BBC here <laughs> is the British Broadcasting Corporation. Yes. Yeah. For yeah. anyone confused at home, what the BBC is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving along. Jordan's always on the BBC. <laughs> I have no comeback to that. <laughs> I'm like in more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, <laughs> this next one, also a little vintage. It's two years old. Mm-hmm. Coming from Am I the Asshole, it is titled, Am I the Asshole for Peeing in the Cat Tray? <laughs> wow, we've all been there. <laughs> Okay, so this is weird, and I'm using a throwaway because this is so embarrassing. Me, 29 female, and my partner, 25 male, have been dating for three years and lived together for one of those years. We live in a small, one-bedroom flat that has one bedroom with our two cats. I am a diabetic, and I'm on a number of medications. One of them really flushes sugar straight through my system (laughs) and can make me pee a lot. I can go from not feeling like I need to pee to if I don't pee in the next 20 minutes, I'll pee myself. It comes on suddenly sometimes. My boyfriend has IBS, and he can spend 40 minutes in the bathroom 
easily sometimes. Jesus. This hasn't been a problem thus far. Today, though, he had a bad IBS moment. And after 40 minutes locked in the bathroom, I felt that I needed to pee. I figured he wouldn't be very long since he'd already been in there 40 minutes. I knocked on the door and let him know I needed to pee and asked how long he would be. He said he'd be a few minutes. Okay, no problem. 20 minutes later, so he's been in there an hour at this point, I'm kind of doing the potty dance a little and knock on the door again. He's going to be a few more minutes. I tell him I'm not going to be able to hold it much longer. And if you could just unlock the door, I'll just hop in the shower. Um, he I says, think that's a good idea. No. He says he can't get off the toilet right now. Okay, fair enough. Another 15 minutes go by and my bladder is starting to hurt and he hasn't flushed or anything yet. I figure, fuck it. My bladder hurts and I'm bursting and I figured the cats would forgive me. We have two litter trays, one in the bathroom and one in Nook in the corridor. I pop a squat over the litter tray in the corridor and have a tinkle and use a kitchen towel to wipe. I then bag up the litter tray and completely refresh it. He comes out another 10 minutes later and says the bathroom's free and I tell him it's fine. He gives me a funny look and I tell him what I did. He looks at me absolutely disgusted and says that is revolting. I tell him I'd rather just refresh the litter tray, which takes seconds, than piss myself and have to do a ton of washing. He hasn't spoken to me all evening and he says, I can't believe I would do something so gross. I tried to tell him a number of times I really needed to go, and he said I should learn to hold it better. This has kind of left me feeling like I'm the asshole. Well, when you move, you need to find somewhere with two bathrooms. That's, I mean, that's, that's what you do going forward. Um, Dump the boyfriend and you'll have the whole bathroom all to yourself. He needs to light it up. It oh, sounds my, like- just make a joke of it. Next time you're out with friends back. Have you heard she pissed in the litter tray this week? Because I was on the <laughs> toilet. I'd, he needs to light it up. So yeah, and also, like, you know, they've both got um, medical conditions. Yeah. There's not one that's more severe or more important than the other. I would say they're more or less on a par. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a joke. An IBS girl and a diabetic guy walk into a bar <laughs> he was in there though for an hour and 25 minutes yeah that's way long and like yes but IBS, we don't have ibs but... It, but ibs like i do have ibs that's sh- okay. it shoots through you yeah. you're not at least from my understanding and my friends like you're not constipated it's the opposite problem so mm. like if you do have i don't know this is getting really bad but i'm like if he has the squirts like just go to the bathroom real quick Flush, let her in to pee. That takes 15 yeah. seconds. And then you're back on. He was, he's, he, I'm sorry, he's the arsehole here. A, you wouldn't let her in the bathroom. And B, he was definitely just scrolling through TikTok on the toilet, weren't he? And then he shames mm. her for using the yeah. litter box. Yeah. And she replaced it. She cleaned it. Which She could have gone in the sink, which would have been worse. I was wondering alternative options. I think I would have chosen the sink. I would have gone in the sink. I would have hovered my ass I, over it. Yeah, same. And then I would have bleached it afterwards. Do you see it? He would never, at, at university. He is repulsed. At university, I used to wee in my sink in my room and he used to find, because the toilet was like two floors up, so I just used to wee in there. But I used to, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. It's, yeah, but, it's pretty bad. Yeah, but for you, that was out of laziness, not out of necessity. Yeah, so uh, I think she did the right thing. Did you, wait, you used bottles? 
No, I used to just piss in the sink. Mm. Yeah, but when well, there was I a perfectly sp- free, vacant lavatory down the corridor. I had bleach spray that I used to spray afterwards. But it, it's, it was disgusting. That I'm is not, pretty bad. I didn't know bad. him then. But it's better than, I know a lot of guys that would pee in bottles on the side of their bed and then yeah. just cap oh, it. That's, well, that's I even worse. That's really bad. I wouldn't do that now. I'm a changed man, but yeah. Can you imagine accidentally drinking that? Oh, oh don't. God. <laughs> but um, I... <laughs> Do not think this girl's the asshole at all. I think her boyfriend is. He he could have let her like he could have let her on the toilet, and she did the right thing. He's the asshole. Yeah, and I I mean for the girlfriend, I would have said, yeah, bit grim. I had to do that. Won't happen again. You know, mm-hmm. that, but it, it happened. I've changed the list tray. I was supportive of you in your needs and was not a asshole, and got evicted you from the loo. I coped. Yeah. So no, she is not. Yeah, no. Top comment. Wow, that's rich. Coming from a person with IBS, telling you that you should learn to hold it better. Mm. Can he hold his shit together better or stop shitting long enough to let you into the bathroom? That's absolutely ridiculous for him to expect of you when he knows he wouldn't be able to do the same. He has double standards, not the asshole. I agree. I have IBS. I would have just let her go in the shower. How long was he on the on the bug for an hour and 20 minutes an hour and 25 gee I bet his legs were dead after that it's not good for you to sit on the toilet that long actually I have a numb bum oh I think like there's um there's some studies coming out that actually say like it can cause a lot of damage where like if you can't go you should get off the toilet until you can force it and there's there's little stalls you get now because actually toilets are bad designs so the potty no squatty potties no a stall like a little you put your feet yes if your feet squatty potties oh is that what it's called what do you call them a little stool and apparently if you if if anyone's listening you're struggling just bring your knees into your (laughs) chest no and that will help flow out we've talked before a while ago on our podcast about i'm a great believer in colonic irrigation and after you've been Irrigated mm. hydrotherapy, I think. An enema. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you go and sit on the loo just to you know in case there's any residual leakage, okay. and you do put your feet up on the squatty potty. Yeah. Yeah. Change your life. Have you ever been to a country where it's just the hole as yeah. the toilet and squatted? Oh, yes, but I've never used such a facility. But you I've haven't seen them. Oh yeah. France has them quite a lot actually. Really? Yeah. Roadside sort of motorway. That's what people said, but I never encountered one there. I went no, to one on Amsterdam. It was a urinal. And the guy in before me had shit in it. Oh. But it was like a in the hole. Sorry, I don't mean to be How did you pronounce urinal? Urinal. Oh my God, that's the worst one. Am I saying it wrong? That's the worst one. Urinal. Urinal. Urinal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're saying rhino. I'm probably saying it wrong. Like with the it's, horn, rhino. No, no, no. <laughs> Jordan is saying it correctly in British pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I? I'm gaslighting you over here. <laughs> Oh my god, There's yeah. So many. Yeah. Yeah, urinal. Urinal. It's actually urinal. Is it? No, it's not. It's urinal. Urinal. Urinal it's is urinal. how we urinal. say it in my part of the woods. <laughs> my neck of the woods. Yeah, no. I um this would be honestly if this is a pattern, this would be breakup worthy for me. Mm, yeah. Like and that's people are probably going to be like, "Oh, you're being like really aggressive about that." But he's like in embarrassing you and like shaming you for yeah. a medical need and he's the one that put you in that position and granted he's got IBS but then hover off the door or like mm. off the toilet to get the door for two seconds and giving her the silent treatment all night 
No, okay. Or you could turn, yeah, she the could, stonewalling. She Oof. could turn around and say, "Well, okay, darling. Next time we're in such a situation, I'm just going to break the door down and I'm going to sit over you and just get on with it. Mm-hmm. What would you prefer?" I love Fair that. Point. Maybe. I hope. Uh, I hope she tries that. Mm. Absolutely. Okay, one last one for us here. This is three days old, coming from r slash stories. So trigger warning for my friends out there that can't handle poop stories. This is your time to tune out. Well, they've just had one. I love you. Uh, in some sense, yeah, but yeah. this is where I think, you know. Shit gets real. Yeah. my I have a lot of people, they don't like the poop stories. No, I we think do I might, as well. We I might be we one of them. we started banning we banned poop stories from our podcast. Mm. Really? Yeah, yes. we were getting too many. There's a lot of shit out there. So much shit. So this is titled "I quote accidentally shit the bed in front of my boyfriend." Warning: Don't read this if you have problems with feces and that kind of shit. Someone told me that I should share this embarrassing story, so here we go. Me, female 18, had just gotten into a relationship with my new sweet boyfriend, male 20. A little info about me, I have a chronic stomach wound, which pops up whenever I'm really stressed. The relationship was very new, so we were both still quite shy. We had just gotten comfortable enough farting in front of each other, though, and often made a joke out of it. About a month into our relationship, I had to go to the hospital with my stomach wound. I was there for a week, and he was super supportive the whole time. When I finally got home from the hospital, my body was so weak. I wasn't allowed to drink or eat anything the whole week because of the tests they had to do. Therefore, my body had pretty much shut down. Nothing had come in, so nothing was coming out. I got prescribed some laxatives that I took. Never having taken them before, I didn't know what to expect, but it definitely wasn't this. We were laying in bed. I was on my side looking at my phone, and he was half sitting up on bed playing RuneScape on his laptop in front of me. I could feel a fart coming, so I looked up into his eyes with a smirk face expression and said, quote, I'm shitting. (laughs) I meant to say, quote, I'm farting, but the words came out wrong, and so did something else. (laughs) The moment I said it, I let it all out, still with a smirk face expression, looking him right in the eyes. Oh, God. You could hear a wet, bubbly sound, and I knew instantly what had happened. My smile faded, and my face turned to horror. My hand flew down to stop the flow, but it was too late. My boyfriend jumped up and ran to the toilet to bring me paper, helped me clean up while laughing hysterically. What a good lad. I was so embarrassed that I couldn't even say anything. Later, when we sat and talked, he told me it was one of the most intimidating things he had ever experienced. The way I looked him right in the eyes, he had never felt so dominated in his life. (laughs) Quote, like a monkey shitting in its hands and throwing it. (laughs) Needless to say, We got very quickly comfortable with intimate things like that after this, even though we've broken up since then and it's been a few years. I'm to this day still just as embarrassed. Um, So (laughs) he found out he had a kink for being dominated, maybe. It sounded like that a little. I was going to say this guy's a keeper. If he left it off. I was literally like, this is true love. This is, if he can, this is, just if you can laugh it off, if your partner can see you at your worst, it's like that 
Facebook post that mums always post. What's that? If you can't handle me at oh, my worst, you, can't, you yeah, don't you deserve me at my best. That yeah. whole thing that Karen shared on Facebook. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that. This I think, what a lad. But I'm also worried about what you got into after that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, take the, 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 the sex kink domination thing out of it. I would say in the moment he... he rather than sort of going, oh, what are you doing, etc. Especially because yeah. it was a medical thing. If there wasn't a medical thing, you could perhaps maybe justify, like, what the heck, you know, have you done? But there was a medical thing. <laughs> he he was perfectly, you know, often finding the funny is a in everything, rather than taking things too seriously, is a, is a great coping mechanism. Yeah. So he handled it well there. You didn't do it on purpose, this no. correspondent. You're not the asshole. I think it's, it's you know, try not to do it again. Yeah. Because also, hopefully, you've, I probably burnt the mattress, Ugh, uh, washed cleaning. the bedding, yeah. Oh my god, he's probably felt bedding out. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, her pants for sure. But cleaning poop as an adult is like it's really challenging. Yeah, there's a lot. Like I used to have to clean people as like an occupational therapist, mm, mm. and like it is really really hard. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, I can imagine. It's. I won't be able to cope with it. I've got quite a weak stomach. I'm honestly, I'm a really big gagger. Yes, same. And like, (laughs) it was really, really challenging. Like, I literally like, you try to plug your nose, but you can't because you have gloves on and sometimes you get (laughs) shit on your gloves and you're just sitting there like, (laughs) like, it's just so bad. And you don't want to like dehumanize these people because they don't want to be shitting themselves. And it's just, it's just the worst situation two people could be in together. I also got my shoes shat on. This guy was walking and as he was walking to the bathroom, I was just squirt, squirt, squirt. (laughs) And I was wearing white shoes that day. My white like hospital sneakers. That was bad. My uh, my colleague had a guy shit himself and then sit on her leg because he couldn't stand anymore. So she got poop all over her knee. Oh, he like rode her. It was like Why a hot the, dog. Y- you might be able to answer this. Why in the medical profession are doctors, people that work within the medical mm-hmm. profession, why is the chosen colour to wear white? Because actually with blood, with poo, with all yeah. the other stuff, that's actually the least practical colour. very good point. Yeah. Um, our scrubs at one place were maroon. At another, they were black, but you had a blue, like, coat, like, fleece. Mm. Um, But there is, like, that tradition of a white coat, which is, it's just kind of an old medical tradition. But they're finding white coats are actually, like, super unhygienic. They actually can carry a lot of bacteria from Um. room to room. So they're kind of becoming tossed. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's more that traditional medical model, which a lot of professions now aren't even embracing. They're mm. looking at more of a holistic model. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, do you guys fart in front of your partners? I've never farted. Oh my God, you're one he, of those. So he farted once. No, it was a floorboard. On We've we went, yeah. We went on a trip to Monaco. and It was an old property. And oh. he said... Uh, he came into the room and farted and me and Ben, producer Ben here, looked at each other and burst out laughing and he went, sorry about that, chaps. And it was mm. the loudest, manliest fart you've ever heard, which you probably wouldn't expect from him. Yeah. Justin doesn't fart either. He like can't. He like, can't. Exactly. He has to go sit on the toilet to pass gas. Right. Yeah. My, I knew I liked him. My friend farts in front of it's his annoying. girlfriend. But he can't have his girlfriend fight in front of him. And I think that's double standards, isn't it? Completely. Yes. I haven't c- 
Kind of. Okay, so my listeners are going to be very excited for this story. Because um, I asked, because like, you know, farts, you can never trust a fart too much. Mm-hmm. Things like that. This story kind of reminded me of it. But there's kind of this running joke for me and my listeners that like, I haven't really farted in front of Justin yet. And so everyone sends me this video of this guy buying his girlfriend a cake for the first time she farted as like a, yay, Jessica <laughs> farted in front of me. And recently on a trip home to Minnesota, I'm at my brother's house. We're working and I let one go silent, but turned out to be a little deadly. <laughs> and Justin all of a sudden has like the dog near him and he goes, God, this dog fucking stinks. <laughs> And I literally thought to myself, I go, this is why I haven't done it yet, you guys. Like, that was me kind of testing the waters. And after that, if he smelled it and heard it, it's done. After five years, it's done. And how long have you been together? Almost five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. That hasn't happened. I recently Googled when when... When do you stop finding farts funny? Because I'm 33 years old and I still <laughs> find farts hilarious. Yeah. And have you seen the, the video? Everyone's seen it. It's in Walmart. The guy farts down the tannoy in Walmart. Oh, my <laughs> What's God. What's a tannoy? Um, the, the PA. The PA. Oh. Clean up in aisle five. No, mm. it's yeah. the funniest thing I've ever seen. He just goes up to it and goes, that is the funniest video. I need to see this now. I find poop stories and farts all hilarious. Mm. Like, what was the comments for that one? What did they? Just people finding it very funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't the asshole. Yeah. No, this was more of like a sharing subreddit. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, she just goes on to say, someone was like, haha, this is funny as fuck. And OP goes, we both laughed a lot. I can't imagine how he must have felt. Brilliant. Someone goes, that was such a power move. The confidence to just stare at him and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all goes on, doesn't it? It does. What a, what a great story. I love wow. it. Thank you guys so much for coming on today. Thank you. Where, Thank you. Where can people find you? So you can listen to us uh, in all your usual podcast places. Um, it's called Help I Sex to My Boss. We get some absolutely horrific problems and dilemmas set in, and William and I act as agony uncles agony aunts we were from two different oh, I perspectives like that. Wow. and we, yeah you guys are both like kind of the devil and angel yes. on their shoulders which one's which morgan i would say you're more of the angel thank yeah, you definitely i think that's very you know apparent with the the etiquette and all yeah so we do that it's called help by sex and my boss we have had some shocking dialogue really shocking stuff and we've also got a book coming out soon as well yes audio book you're recording right now we are i know yes. spoiler alert our uvulas are red raw what? A uvulus <laughs> at the back Are of you... our throat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're going to have vocal rest after this yes. and the torture I put you through. Can I also thank you? Yeah. I don't know whether you've done this deliberately, but your lovely Queen Elizabeth II pendant that you're wearing. Are you doing that just for us? Yeah. Just for being in London? Yeah. That's so sweet. Okay. I think it's got Canada uh, maple leaf on oh, the back, but yeah. I have it flipped to this side with the intention. So, so do you wear that a lot or just this trip? Um, I brought it out recently. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You need a chance the third one though now. No, I don't. Uh... <laughs> On that note, <laughs> taxi. <laughs> Does it come in a Meghan Markle version? Probably. Yeah, yeah there we go. Okay. <laughs> yes. um, until next time, guys. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you again, Spotify, for letting me record in your London studio. And special thanks to Lewis and Tom for facilitating that week. You guys were magical.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.